And welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibell, known to my friends as Marv. And this time I'm speaking with Alex and Eric from the Underground Podcast. Hey guys, how are you doing? Uh, doing well, doing well. Thanks for having us on here. We definitely appreciate it. Um, I'm Eric. And I'm Alex. And I've already said I'm Marv. <laughs> Everybody got, got the introductions there. That's yep. true. So uh, before going into the show history, what was your own um, podcast listening before you started? What what sort of like inspired you in the podcasting world? Um, well, with me, uh, I I started off getting into some podcasts. I watch a YouTube show called Good Mythical Morning, which I don't know if um, people are aware of it, but it's a, a YouTube show and they have a podcast called Ear Biscuits uh, that they put out every week. So and and I enjoyed that. So I'm like, you know, it was just two lifelong friends, you know, just talking about stuff for an hour. And uh, I'm like, oh, that seems like fun. I, I don't want to just talk random, random smack. So I wanted to get something like a topic. So uh, I enjoy horror movies and um, uh, I knew Alex enjoyed them. We have, put, you know, seen each other's posts back and forth on on Twitter. And um, so I just reached out to him and said, hey, man, you know, you want to do a horror podcast with me? And uh it was it was born uh, hold on hold on <laughs> so i thought i was just being a guest on the podcast for one um <laughs> and like it was because like i was telling my wife i was like yeah um this guy i know eric he wants me to be on his podcast and so i thought it was just going to be a guest thing but i'm so you know i'm I, I say that jokingly but i'm very very glad that uh I was able to, you know, become a part of the show rather than just showing up. Yeah, he, he mentioned that after like the the first, oh, I think like five episodes that I had him on. <laughs> he's I like, didn't have the heart to bring it up. <laughs> he's like, man, I thought I was just going to be a guest on here, you know, one time thing. I'm like, no, man, you're in this for the long haul. I can't do it without you. <laughs> it took you five episodes to realize. To I realize mean, that I'm staying here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it just kind of got like brought up randomly, and like, like said, he I, he didn't uh, didn't know how to how to bring that up, and you know, I I can't speak for him, but I, if it was me, you know, I'd be like, well, this dude just keeps asking me, you know, am I ready to do the podcast this weekend? Are we going to do another one? So <laughs> why the hell not? Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> no, I um, I just you know. I wasn't too sure about what we were doing. And then, you know, we, we kind of, at the beginning of it, we didn't really have a, um, like a, not like a schedule, I guess, but more of like a format, like how, what exactly in the realm of horror that we wanted to talk about. So we, we kind of dabbled in a couple different things. We, we did a episode on like a YouTube video uh, about the back rooms we yeah. did an episode of uh what was that show? X Files. X Files. Yep. Yep. 
so we kind of we kind of dabbled in a couple different things as we got started and then eventually i think we kind of just decided to stick mostly to uh podcasts in regard not podcasts uh movies movies in the in our realm of reviewing podcasts so have you got a structural structure that that you use for the show or is it just general chat and what sort of research do you do leading up to the show um pretty much with with structure wise uh, like i said there we didn't have really much of any structure in the first episodes i think that if listeners listen to the first couple episodes they'll see that it is just every which direction um i think in one episode we mentioned something about wrestling and had a little thing on on that so we just kind of went crazy it, it started out with just you know, the horror portion of things, uh, like we did the X-Files, we did a, a YouTube backrooms tapes. Um, but it, it kind of got into where it is now to where we we have the structure, we have the intros, and we have, uh, we talk about the film that, that we do um, or that we're doing for that episode. We actually go back and forth. Alex picks one, I pick one. And whoever choice it is for the for the episode, they lead the discussion of the movie. We essentially just go through the movie and give our our take on it alex is, does a great job at it um he takes you through the movie like a storybook and and it's it's amazing i'm so glad uh, that we got that i got him on there as my um, partner in in this uh, journey because he does such a great job with it i i always hate when i have to lead because i do probably half as good of a job as he does if that um oh but, <laughs> but but he 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 you know we just feed off each other and just just go from there um we rate the film at the end and uh after the show we have like an after show thing to where we discuss random horror related questions that we find on facebook twitter you know things like that um research wise um we just watch the movie take notes on the film and uh just go go back and forth and have the banner yeah um i i like to look into um production of a lot of these films so like uh eric will often discuss like the budget and things like that and i love to look up um fun facts because i've always been like a sucker for documentaries for uh filmmaking and just things in general um but yeah i feel like eric and i have a, a good chemistry because we have a lot of the same things in common like you mentioned wrestling wrestling's how i got into podcasting um i've been listening to podcasts since like 2006 2007 um yeah. i i stumbled because on itunes one of the things that you could do for free on there because back in the day you had to buy each individual song um but back in the day you know they had a podcast section and i was like i wonder if there's like anything on pro wrestling on here because it's like a radio and so i would listen to these review shows and like people would upload um matches like wrestling matches and stuff onto certain podcast platforms. So that's kind of how I got into it. And uh, thanks to a lot of the things that Eric and I have in common, we, you know, I, like I said, I think we have a good chemistry and I think it just works out really well. So is it just naturally uh, an extension of you to the way that you were chatting with each other already? Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I mean, the, the chattering that we had back and forth, um, we actually live in different States um i'm in ohio in the u.s he's in uh, indiana um so it, it's kind of neighbors states wise um but the most chatter that we had was just pretty much you know typing through twitter and stuff so this kind of got us to 
um, built our friendship a little bit more to where we actually, you know, got to talk to each other, you know, just like we're doing now on mm-hmm. the podcast and kind of be more, more, uh, more involved in, in each other's well-being type of thing. So, um, yeah. there's been a, a lot of positive sides to this instead of just being more of acquaintances, um, it, it developed a more of a friendship out of it than just acquaintance out of it, which is fun, which is always cool in my opinion. So, yeah, you've already mentioned that when it comes to films, you'll take turns. Uh, so how, what makes you decide to pick a film? And do you do you ever think of a subject and then think maybe this isn't the right sub, right thing to have a discussion about? There's been a couple films that we've discussed reviewing and, like, never got around to doing. Um, I remember we've both watched them. We've both taken notes, but then the, the episode just never happened um, for various reasons. I'm not like, we were planning on having a guest on one show. Um, uh, someone who was related to Eric, who had actually been on the production of the, of one of the movies. And we, we will probably get to that at some point, but it just it was a timing issue sometimes. So we just never got around to doing it, but we don't want it. To, to stop us from continuing on with the show. Yeah. And um, there, there was a time last year, we actually had a Thanksgiving horror movie uh, picked out and we were going to do it. And it just, first of all, the, the movie was, I, I watched maybe the first 20 minutes of it. It was just God awful, um, which, which we still review movies that are, are bad just for fun. Um, but it it's just we're like no you know we we decided to actually go in a whole different direction and pick a whole another movie um i think it, it also had to do with timing a little bit too but that was a, an instance that i remember that i was actually happy that we didn't do that we we might cycle back around uh this year i'm not quite sure yet but uh i i was glad that we didn't do it at that point in time um but yeah i, I mean like like you said we uh my brother works in film so we we were going to have him on but just scheduling conflicts um but i hope to have him on to get a little insight and uh, the way that we pick movies we just pick ones that that we that interest us i guess like uh coming up we're doing uh, uh the movie creep i believe is what it is is that right alex yep creep it's a uh, 2014 found footage film um, that I stumbled across on Netflix uh, when I was just trying to find something new to watch. And so I I was like, this looks bad. I should watch it. <laughs> and so I just kind of clicked on it and went along with it. And uh, what I think of that film can be found out when we do the recording. No spoilers here. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. So you, you've made a decision what you're going to talk about and you've, you've got your notes together and done your research. How do you then, I'm guessing it's done much the same as we're doing now where you'll, you'll get together over zoom or something similar. And then that does the recording. And then do you, do you edit it then? Or, or do you, do you put it out much as it is? Um, recording wise, um, we actually uh, record ours with Spotify for podcasters um it used to be called um anchor shit anchor yes thank you um but spotify bought it out so it's a uh, spotify for podcasters 
and it's pretty much just uh um we connect through there and it, it records and everything through through that and then uh once we're done um i edit the the uh, episode take out dead spots and, and things to where it's just not very interesting type of stuff or if if we have a guest on um I, we had a guest on i think our first guest that we had there was certain things that that was mentioned that i didn't want to put in the episode um for various reasons so i kind of edited some portions out with that but uh the editing process is is fun um and i say that sarcastically <laughs> <laughs> Alex is nice enough to hopefully uh, maybe get down on the editing process here in the next couple yeah, episodes, yeah. but uh, it's, it, it's a uh, tedious work because it's, it's zooming in and out. Cause I do it all on, uh, on the iPad and it's a lot of zooming in and out, highlighting stuff. And there's been an episode to where I accidentally highlighted and deleted the wrong thing. And I like deleted half of the episode. So <laughs> We had to go back and re-record that, and that was not a text message I wanted to send. Was like, "Hey, uh, I was I was editing the episode last night, and I kind of deleted half of it." So was that for Terrifier Two? I think it was Terrifier Two. It was yeah, yeah, because I had to rewatch it because I forgot a what what we discussed, and thankfully it it was a good flick. If you haven't seen, uh, listen to our episode for Terrifier Two. Great movie, great movie, but uh, so. Thankfully, it wasn't a pain in the ass to rewatch and uh, re-record. But uh, yeah, it's 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 all through Spotify for podcasters. Uh, great application for people that's just getting into podcasting. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's it's a free tool, and uh, it's you know it, it's very simple to use. Bit advice, bit of advice here for people. Uh, to ensure that doesn't happen in the future, always have a backup. <laughs> what do you use for uh, distribution and recording? I mean, like, obviously we're in Zoom right now, but what kind of editing do you do? I'm just curious. I I used to do really harsh editing when I first started, and I've got a lot looser with it since, uh, to the degree where the other week I put out an episode with absolutely no edits whatsoever. Okay. So, um, and I use whatever I can get hold of. I've got all, I've got Audacity and I've got Reaper as well. I used all that. I used to have a, a podcast about pro wrestling and um, I would use Audacity to edit as well. And I was very, um, it was a very tedious task because I'd be like listening minute to minute and making small adjustments because it was when I first started out trying to do podcasts and there was a lot of uhs and ums. There still are, but I feel like I've gotten at least a little better at it. Yeah, I, I have to edit out a lot of my uhs and ums. Um, it, it's not much of Alex's ums and uhs that I have to edit, but mine is is uh, a lot. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's uh, good stuff to to use for, for Spotify. I'm glad I, I found that. Um, and I I did use Audacity at one point in time as well through for just random recording items. So I might actually use that as a backup uh, to use. So good, good tips, good tips. And, and that's another reason why I like your podcast is it's listening to how others do things and and how others come up with their ideas and kind of just feed off that um, as well, because you can always learn and, and podcasting is no different. 
a good thing to do as well is when you've done your edit um, or your editing is to listen back to it again and just make sure that, that then the whole thing flows as well. And that's why it's a good idea to have a backup because if you've got a backup file of it and you find that after you've done the edit, it's almost like it doesn't quite work for some reason or another, you can still go to that backup and sort of like tidy it up, but slightly differently to tidy up the bits in the edit that you've done where you think, oh, hold on a minute, that seems to go from there to there and it doesn't flow right. You can correct it using the original backup to, you know, mm. to do that. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. That hey, way, that, that... any changes you make aren't like permanent. You'll have the original file to go with. Yeah. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Well, that that's good news for Alex for next time uh, for his first uh, first time yeah, for my first <laughs> editing on on the show. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to have to do uh, Audacity. That that's a I never really thought of that, but uh, that's I still use Audacity for like my other stuff that I do too, like uh, for when I record my voiceovers for YouTube and then vocals for music. I use Audacity and then just export it into other programs for editing yeah because audacity allows you to use multiple formats so yeah yeah and with with the episode of um you mentioned putting on an episode just raw and uncut i've thought about doing that and just taking out the the portion of where we're just talking smack a little bit at there at the beginning to how you know the episode is going to flow um, but I, I thought about just putting out a raw episode, see how the audience reacts to those. If it, you know, if it gets more listens and, um, see how that goes. So be, be looking out for that. We, I might do, do one of those, uh, coming up here. And also I, I use, um, Twitch. I do yes. my video feeds, uh, live on Twitch from time to time. I meant to do it while I'm doing, while we're doing this one here, but I didn't hit, uh, hit go quick enough so um yeah i, I do I, and i just started that what a week ago two two uh episodes ago but that's another thing that we're doing f- at first for the evil dead episode yeah so about two weeks ago two yeah. or three so did you get any live feedback while you were doing that um not not really too much on on the live feedback uh i'm hoping to do more i think people mainly go to twitch for video games Uh, so so to do the podcast and talk shows uh, it's not really the market per se but i do my video games there so i'm like why not i at least just put it out there and people that go to my channel to view the gaming footage they'll see the past episodes for podcasts and maybe it'll you know suit their fancy and they might want to take a look at it but uh i've always thought um the podcasting and like talk show kind of live um, things were were more popular on YouTube because there I used to watch a lot of um, live podcasts on YouTube. So and, and I could always just go back whenever I didn't get to catch it live. I would just watch it, you know, again during a playback. So it just kind yeah. of depends on what I think people are looking for and where they're looking for it. Yeah, and with Streamlabs, that's what I use to do the video to go on Twitch. 
it has that option of putting it on the on your youtube channel too so you know always learning so there there's a strong possibility that that'll be an option there as well but you can at least for the past couple episodes and going forward you can see all of our stuff on uh, on twitch as well yeah i mean i've watched um i've watched live live podcasts before on places like facebook uh and you also i mean until until somebody who bought into twitter has tried to make it into a absolute uh shit show um you know that was um that was a great place to have like the podcast hosting that you have on that's available on there what what yeah. it's um uh, what what's the, spaces i think it's that's called it. twitter spaces yep. yeah yep yep i i use that uh kind of off tangent i used that when i did security work i did a night shift security work at a mall and <laughs> I, I can see that that's that's you as well um and i used to get on space uh twitter spaces and just talk random stuff while i'm sitting there patrolling the parking lot of of our dirt mall that we have here in ohio and uh dirt see, mall. oh dude <laughs> don't get me started on, on this on this mall um it has you want more information it the... discusses this in an early episode <laughs> I, I actually forgot about that too <laughs> um it's uh but yeah i just drove around the parking lot and got on twitter spaces and i got a random guy from uh from europe i don't know if he was there in the uk but he was in europe somewhere and he was just like oh well, it was nice talking to you and it was at like three o'clock in the morning my time so i'm not quite sure exactly what that was y'all's time but um yeah it was interesting it was interesting he didn't really talk much he just typed typed it in and stuff and it was it was entertaining i like how i made you laugh with my my opinion of what twitter's turning into which is awful because i've done to i've done twitter since day one no i was on twitter uh when it I've, i've had various accounts but um yeah, I remember when Twitter first started pop, like when it was first kind of announced back in the day. Yeah. Um, because some YouTubers that I followed were like, oh, we're going to be on Twitter now, too. And I was like, oh, I want to see, you know, stay up to date with them. They don't have a Facebook. So I created my own and just kind of hung around there. Somebody from Russia tried to gain access to it. The old the old uh, Twitter that I had like a month or two ago. Oh, wow. snap. So I just deleted it. I was like, "All right, it's gone." <laughs> that's that's all it took for me. But yeah, it's Twitter is a unfortunately um, getting to be that that type of thing. I I was searching actually for a movie that my brother's doing or, or a TV series, and I put it in in, and I seen a couple of them with the check mark on it. I'm like, oh, this has to be the the movie because it has the check mark. Yeah, that's a negative Ghost Rider, which is some random person from like Georgia. Uh, but it, yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Well, nowadays they've got more money than I'd flipping want to pay out. That's for sure. If you want that check, right? Absolutely. And what is it like ten dollars now to get to have the the blue check now? Isn't it hundred and thirty dollars a year or something? Oh, good God. Yeah, that, that would. That I'm not going to pay right. nothing. <laughs> no, I'm not paying <laughs> anything either. 
Actually, that noise. I think I did it for like two or three months and I never got my blue check. So I was all pissed off. And I'm like, you know what, Elon? You know, I, I gave you, you know, some money. If I would have got my blue check, I might still have it just for, you know, shits and giggles. But I didn't even get my blue check mark. I'm like, I paid you your money. So that lasted all but two months. Never did get it. Paying the money and you don't even get it. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, well, you know, fool me once. Shame on shame on you. A, a fooled man can't be fooled again. Yeah. Whatever uh, U.S. president said that, one of our lovely past presidents. W. If, that, if that's what he's like with, uh, with Twitter, I'm not sure about his cars. <sighs> right. I, they're, they're overpriced, too. You know, and I'd rather have, uh, you know, get a Dodge Viper or some type of sports car than get a Tesla. Yep. And quite honestly, I mean, those batteries on there don't last long enough, do they? So, you know, you'll have to charge them halfway to wherever you're going. Absolutely. So I've put show music and show logo. So how did you, how did those come about? Uh, with the music, it's pretty much uh, just stock music with Spotify. Um, with the Spotify for podcasters, they have just some random like interludes uh, for it. Uh, that there's an option to where you can pick music that's on Spotify from actual artists and, and things that I just haven't done yet. In any of our episodes, I've thought about it. Um, but back when Spotify, um, before it was uh, Spotify with anchor, you could record an ad it didn't matter how many listeners or followers you had, you could still do an ad. And each time somebody listens, you got, you know, a few cents um, to be able to, to earn for, for your podcast. But when Spotify took over, they cut that out. So like our three or four most recent episodes aren't monetized in that a sense. Uh, I still put some ads in there for that, that I have. Uh, but as far as, previously with with the music it wouldn't if you put that ad in there for anchor you weren't able to do any other type of music in there it wouldn't let you be monetized with music but now with uh, spotify for for podcasters it it allows you to put that in there so um, i'll try that in the next few episodes as far as the logo goes our main logo that's on our cover art i'm going to call it i'll let alex explain that uh, so it's just a drawing that I did for a Friday the 13th um, because I really enjoyed it's not that I enjoyed it because it's a bad game, but like the aesthetic I enjoy of the original NES uh, Friday the 13th game um, with like the purple jumpsuit Jason and he has like a, a teal hockey mask. And so I. I drew something similar to that up and he's popping out of like a retro TV and there's like the game, uh, the, the NES is like on a floor. Um, and so I just drew that up and then Eric asked if we could use it. Uh, I said, of course, I, because I, I'm not much of an artist. I just, I'm a doodler more than anything. Um, but he put a filter on it uh, and that's just how we got the logo. And and I, I like that he put on, on the side of there, he put you and your friends are dead because that's when you died in the game, that's what, yeah. what popped up on it. So I'm like, hey, you know, it it's perfectly fitting for for what we're doing. So 
why not you know and uh you know like i said put a put a filter on it put some uh added some little bit wordage on there and uh and yahtzee we also have uh some merch that we're that we're starting that my niece is actually a um in school for digital media and things and, and she made some logos for us uh so we have those starting a, our merch line that we're going to probably release here soon with uh with those for people that just want to support the show a different way to support it but uh, she did some drawings and, and digital digital media stuff for us as well which is pretty cool but yeah th those are uh those were our options there for for logos and and things of that nature we got the more hands-on approach there with with alex drawing it and then we have the digital portion of where my niece just created a digital um instead of like freestyle drawing it was just all taking things from other aspects of things and essentially just more copy pasting and and aligning things and putting filters on things and things of that nature I'm so glad you mentioned that bit at the side the words because I know I'd almost completely forgotten about it and then when you said it I thought yeah because I kept wondering about that and thinking where's that come from I like it but I don't know where it comes from there was something there niggling at the back of my head thinking I'm sure that's from something but I couldn't remember yeah. where um, the music thing, I was just thinking. So if you're using Spotify and you're able to use music from there, isn't there a possibility of when you do films, you might be able to use potentially something from the soundtrack in your show? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something that we're going, I'm going to look into uh, with, with doing that there, especially in the portion of where, you know, it's the intro of going into the actual podcast to kind of give people a little bit of a taste of what movie we're doing. Because if if you haven't noticed, the the titles of our podcast of each episode has the name of the movie that we do. I, I incorporate that in the in the title somehow. I don't just say, "Hey, this is the movie that we're doing." I I try and make it a little bit more. Um, so you have to think about it. Maybe not too much. If you're a horror fan, you know, okay, yeah, that that's that's the movie. But if you're not a horror fan or just getting into it, um, you'll wonder, hey, you know, what, what's this all about? And then when you actually listen to the podcast, you're like, ah, I see what he did there. Yeah, there's a lot of puns in there, that's for sure. Yes. And and <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what, what made me think of that idea to do. Like the, the first one that we did, I just called it the Genesis because it was the, our very first one. And then from there, I just went from trying to think of just a one liner of, of including it and so far, I haven't been stumped yet with any of the movies that we've done. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure there'll be a point to where I get stumped, and uh, thankfully, I have Alex there with me, so I can ask him to. You know, I'm like, hey, I can't think of something. Give, give me some ideas. You're missing it there. You see, you, you could have a living coming up with bylines for for newspapers. Hey, hey, I'm I'm right there. You know, if there's any newspapers, uh, people that own some newspapers that's around here listening to the podcast, you know, hit me up. Um, jigsaw <laughs> jigsaw puppet on twitter at under the pod is the podcast you know i'm i'm open for some uh uh some contraction some, some contract work contractual work words are hard english is hard english is hard don't talk just watch films <laughs> right that that's, that's just what... grunt and watch films that's what i do in my spare time <laughs> just just do the dad dad grunting you know and he's Alex is a guinea pig dad, so 
he can learn his uh, dad grunting from the grunts of the guinea pigs. The, the irritating thing is that we have to be pissed off all the time having to work between all this fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's that's the truth there. I, I've tried to uh, make things that I enjoy doing as, as my uh, full-time job, and my wife is like, nope. Nope, give me that guaranteed money. She's a stay-at-home mom, and she's like, I got Amazon shopping to do. <laughs> so, so I'm kind of stuck with having the nine-to-five job and just doing this stuff on the side. And, you know, every time I tell her, I'm like, hey, I got, I have to, I'm recording a podcast today. She just rolls her eyes and was like, eh. So when you come home, you you think you're coming home to, a, to an Amazon warehouse? Well, I actually work from home. so. Right. You know, it, it's uh, I the the camera goes off for the front porch and it my phone vibrates. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, what what's your now? Like, it, it's just random stuff. And she's like, well, I'm buying stuff for the kids. I'm like, no. <laughs> she'll see something on on Facebook or you know, and she'll be like, oh, that I want that, and she'll just get on there and buy it. And I, I told her, I'm like, hey, the bills are paid. I don't care what you do. Just go crazy. That, that's what I'm here for. I'm just here to pay bills. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm here for. That's why they love us. Right. <laughs> What's this? So standout moments from the show then, uh, Alex, have you got any standout favorite moments or films that you've looked at? Um. Well, I have a bad habit of... <laughs> I always bring up Rob Zombie in in uh, his his filmography in about every single episode. I'm a White Zombie um, fan, so yeah, go on. Actually, White Zombie was the first. So Rob Zombie and White, like obviously you know Rob Zombie, White Zombie, yeah, similar, almost the same, whatever, however you want to describe it. But I got into Rob Zombie listening to his music on like YouTube and things like that. Um, and then me and my buddy went to a CD store um, and I, I saw a, a white zombie CD and I was like, this actually looks like similar to Rob Zombie. I wonder if they're the same at all. And I bought it without knowing. So that's that's kind of uh, how I got introduced to white zombie. Um, but yeah, I've, I always bring up um, Rob Zombie's films just because they're so they're so interesting to me. I, I can't say whether I like them, but they are certainly movies. But I bring those up a lot. And then uh, I had never watched the X-Files before um, until we did an episode over the X-Files. So that was pretty interesting. Um, but I, I enjoy what Eric does with the the names of all the episodes um just those are just kind of the standout moments for me yeah even though he moans about you know english and having to speak you know he's very good <laughs> at the uh, the the wordplay thank you and and for me uh, standout standout moments i enjoy having listeners on on the episodes we've had two listeners oh, yeah. on um, so far in the three seasons that we've been out in a little over a year. And uh, I, I enjoy that. Uh, one was season two, episode two that we did on Bunny Man Vengeance. Uh, that, that was that was a, a good time. Uh, with That uh, was a movie. Uh, it, it, it was. Indeed, it was, if you want to call it that. <laughs> but uh, it 
it, it was fun to, to have a listener in there and kind of uh, go back and forth with, you know, and then uh, recently on season three, episode two, we did smile with a listener yeah. as well. And that was, uh, that was fun. He, he was, uh, he was actually a coworker, uh, remote coworker of mine. And I told him that I I do a podcast and he's like, Oh, that's awesome. I'm listening to it. I'm like, Hey, well, if you want to join us one episode, you know, I'll let you know what movie we're doing and, and you can, you can come on if you want. He's like, yeah, it'd be fun. So that, that's how that happened. Uh, I think we had a good, good banter, um, you know, going back and forth with him. So that was, that was fun. The season two, episode two uh, episode, I'm not going to spoil it, but it, it was, it was entertaining. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that at, at the most. So, you know, e- even if the movie is bad, we try and keep it as entertaining as possible and, throwing a, a third person in there was was just that it, it was entertaining so how did you how did those guests come about then how did you first of all know them and how did you then get them to come on the show um well for the season two episode two it was actually uh a friend of my wife's um she just pretty much stays at home a lot she's a homebody and i was just sharing my podcast she's like i want to i want to be on one with you and i'm like all right cool well here's the movie that we're watching um you know watch it and i'll let you know when uh when we record so that that's how that one essentially came about and then the the other one uh it was a coworker of mine i just mentioned it to him and he decided to come on as well so i'm i'm hoping to you know get more listeners as as it episodes get put out and people follow us on twitter and you know things from here um we're always open for listener interaction and i i always enjoy you know if i if we could do every episode with a listener you know that that'd be dope um but we, we'd love to that, that's why we do it that's why anybody does podcasts is is for for the listeners and to interact with people and uh i at least look forward to that and i you know i yeah. can't speak for alex but I'm i'm sure he does as well no, I hate people. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I totally. <laughs> I was like, what we did uh, a week or two ago was have a have a guest on the show, and I totally spaced it. But yeah, no guests. I love. I don't have a lot of friends in my area that are into horror, yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of like uh, it's always refreshing to be able to get other people's takes and things like that. Um, so whenever we have a guest and I can interact with them or just interact with people in general um, in regards to this, this, this field that we uh, look into, it's always fun. Um, so, uh, and, and just kind of getting other people's opinions. Like I'm, I'm in a Facebook group um, and sometimes I'll post, you know, that we're watching this film, what it was, everybody's thoughts. And then we'll, pick a couple of them and just kind of discuss it and discuss, you know, whether we agree with their stance or can see where their perspective is coming from. Um, I was going to mention, actually, you know, I forgot to mention earlier on when we talked about recording and editing, uh, I noticed when listening to the show, the, the speed with which the, the, you, you must've had an upgrade in, in equipment over that time because the actual sound quality got so much better so far into the show 
Yeah, with, with that, actually, it goes back to Anchor. Uh, before, I didn't realize that I could have Alex call in, essentially, and then join the thing so he can just use his mic like we're using now. Yeah. So I actually had him on Skype, and I had the phone <laughs> right, right next to the speaker with him on Skype. <laughs> and yeah, that, that was a... That was a shit show. Um, but we got it done. We got it done and, and we, we learned things as it goes. Uh, how, how, how did you like, uh, like being on doing the Skype route, Alex? So I, I, I didn't know until that was how we were doing things until I listened back to the first episode after we recorded. And I was like, is my microphone really that bad? And like, I was like concerned about it, but I never brought it up. I was like, maybe it's like a thing because there was a time uh, when we did a recording and I could kind of see Eric. I could see him like how we see him now. Um, and, and I like, it played back in my ear somehow. And I was like, okay, I get it now. Like I'm on like speakerphone, and that's kind of how we're doing it. And then things have gotten better as the course of time has gone on but it's not the most it's not it wasn't the it wasn't the worst way that i've ever recorded anything uh, i used to like when i first started making music i would hold a microphone between a set of speakers and me because i didn't know how to uh put the instrumental into audacity so i would just record me and the beat and then upload that. So it's not the worst thing, but I love to see progress. Like it's all about learning how you've done things, how you can do things better, learning new equipment, learning new editing softwares. Like I, 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 I for one think that you can never learn enough or like, there's always a way to improve your craft. And so I, I just, I think that's a, always a positive is learning more about how to improve and go on and getting advice from other people, like how this show does things. He, yep. He's being way too kind with, with that, you know, and he, he's saying, you know, he didn't want to mention stuff and, and that that's, that's how we, that's how we progress. And, and that's how, how we've done there. And, and the more that after he realized that he's, you know, part of the podcast and he's not just a guest for five episodes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always, you know, that that openness is kind of getting a little bit better. So throughout the episodes, you can not only see our progress with the with recording, but you can kind of see our progress with being more comfortable with each other as well, uh, because we're we're both we both have um, struggle with like uh, depression and anxiety and stuff. So it, it's always that initial thing of at least it is for me with you know meeting somebody and. And trying to find that common ground, and then once once you find that, then you just roll roll with it. And that's another th cool thing about our our podcast that you can see that progression throughout all the episodes. And you know, we were talking about earlier about raw episodes. That that's essentially what the first season and a half is is just raw, and you, you can see the progression with it. The sparks kind of starting to grow and everything. But I mean, I mean, I was talking with somebody um, recently about that, uh, about the podcasting world and the fact that it's something that 
is very useful in that that way that if you're somebody who's sort of a bit inside internal or you or you have very few people that you can connect with like the like you were saying you know with you know you know very few people alex that that are into horror films for instance but it's it's a i think some people have said that this thing of podcasting helps with people's mental health or it can do in some ways because it's actually putting them out there and it's it's making them more open to t- to chatting with people and it's making them more outward and less in internal if that makes sense it's it's something that uh, that a lot of people have t- spoken about with mental health i can definitely see that because i've I've become a part of a few communities of podcasts that I listen to. And so like seeing those communities grow and build and people developing friendships through, um, I guess it'd be called like a fan base possibly is like, like if you're a fan of a podcast and you kind of connect with other people who also enjoy that podcast and things of that nature, it's always good to see. And, you know, hearing people have opinions and thoughts and um, enjoying the same things that you enjoy, or even going through the same struggles that you go through. uh, It kind of makes the world feel a little less lonely and it makes you want to branch out and reach out more. So I definitely, I can see where people would get the mental health um, aspects of it. Yeah. And and I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for, for mental health. I mean, for, for what I can anyway. And, and I totally agree. And, and that, again, that's why we want to reach out to, to listeners too, because of, of what we've just discussed. Uh, we, we have a tagline and I always have Alex say it. And if you've listened to the episodes, uh, we, we say it at the end, but that tagline isn't just, just a catchy thing that, that Alex made. It's, it's, you know, it literally what we've been talking about, how it brings people together and you wouldn't necessarily think that horror would bring people together, but there, there's a, a huge fan base of, of horror movies and, and horror culture and, and things. And, you know, I'll, I'll let Alex give our tagline uh, there and uh, maybe give a little bit of more explanation on, uh, on how I came up with it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, so, it's um horror is for everyone but not every horror is for everyone um so like the the aspect behind that is that there are some things that are off limits to people um some people will not cannot do body horror they can't do things like saw or hostile or um just the more gory aspects of it i have a lot of i have friends that uh, really enjoy the Evil Dead franchise. Like one of my friends, he'll always say, you know, like jokingly, he'll say, I don't know if it counts as a horror movie, but my favorite horror movie is Army of Darkness. And I tell him, I'm like, it's completely valid. It is a horror comedy. So it falls in the aspects of the horror realm. You're, you know, I'm trying to validate his opinion, his thoughts, because he's not big into it. He enjoys aspects of it. His dad grew up watching old you know, he watched old uh, monster movies with his dad. Uh, one of my friends is big into Godzilla. So it's kind of like those things can fall in the horror realm. 
And that is for, so like there are pieces that can be for everyone, whether you just want to watch like a horror special or like a, uh, like courage, the cowardly dog, for example, like that's, that plays into like children's horror or like goosebumps or things like that. Like there's lighter stuff, there's heavier stuff. It just, it's, it's kind of like a, a palette, like what you want, what you're looking for and what you can handle. And, and dude, you mentioned courage. We're going to have to just maybe on an April fool's episode, do courage to cowardly dog episode. That is epic. I love it. Spicy Teletubbies can be scary to some people. Oh God. Don't get me started on that. Now I'm, I'm going to have nightmares now. The episode <laughs> with like the floating farmer's head, like haunted me forever. Like as a little kid, I remember I was watching that episode and then we went to like a, uh, it was like a Chuck E. Cheese type thing, but it's local here in Indiana. Um, and they actually had that episode playing up behind the, uh, the prize counter. And I would not go up there until it went to like a commercial break because the, the floating farmers had just freaked me out. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, with, with that there, you know, some horror, when, when people think of horror, they think of like the, the body horror, like the saws and, and just all this grotesque stuff. And, and not all horrors like that. I mean, uh, you know, you, you can be a fan of like the, the evil dead and army of darkness, um, you know, comedy horror. There's, uh, lost footage horror, which we're we're going to get into, uh, you know, there, there's all kinds, and you just have to find that niche, and you know, just branch out from there. And if you don't want to branch out and just want to do comedy horror, that's awesome. We're we're all for it. To to us, some of this like body horror, like the Bunny Man franchise that we that we did, that has that body horror in there for the for the, um, like the grotesque type of stuff. But to us, that was they were hilarious because the the films were just so bad, and mm-hmm. and it made you laugh. You know, it yeah, it had that gore aspect of things, but it made you laugh as well. It, you couldn't help but laugh, and uh, you know that that's that's what we mean by that. But a lot of filmmakers that make those, those sort of body horror films, they will openly say that they're what 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 they do is unrealistic to that point where to them it is humor it is humorous and it is comedy to them they they're doing it as a sort of thing to make them laugh and it's like oh there's no way that 30 pints of blood are going to come out of somebody and that's their way of being humorous and putting making themselves laugh and it's their sense of humor right? yeah and and it goes back to uh, Terrifier. We did Terrifier too, and I I don't know if you've seen Terrifier, but that is a gory movie. But the character of Art the Clown is just that—he's a clown, and it is hilarious just with his body language and and his movements that he does. Uh, it, it it's great. It's it it has both the best of both worlds in that in that series, and they're coming out with a third one too, which we can't wait for. But it's a prime example of that. 
but you were you you know not like you were, like you were hinting at. I mean, you don't even need uh, you don't even need that there, the body horror or anything like that, to to give you that sort of like scare. You've got films, mm. you know, if you go to other films like The Others, for instance, which isn't body horror, it's it's different. It's like a psychological horror where something's going on, but you're not quite there. And then you've got something even going back as far as like Hitchcock with Psycho, which ha- which isn't very show and telly. You don't see much, but mm. what you do see, it's the implication more than anything else that puts that eeriness in you that gives you that value. It's kind of like um, the the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, uh, I believe they used only maybe like a bucket worth of blood within the entire film. You don't actually see a lot of the violence, um, but it's all like a mental thing. So like a lot of that is the person projecting like what their mind can think of as like how gory and violent something like that can be. Because originally, uh, I think Toby Hooper wanted it to be PG-13. And they actually had to cut stuff out. Otherwise, it was going to be like an X-rated film. Yeah, and and a movie that actually comes out tomorrow here in the States um, is Insidious, the Insidious franchise. I'm actually going out uh, to see that opening day tomorrow, uh, the the new Insidious. And that is just a total mind screw i'll keep it i'll keep it pg-13 here but it's uh it it, i i first i fell in love with that series with the first one because it it was so cool because the the creator of the first insidious was actually the writer for saul and they're they're two different two different films one is the body and the gore and then you have the the mind screw there with insidious and when I first saw that, because that's the whole reason why I watched the first Insidious, because I'm like, oh, dude, the, the dude that wrote Saul wrote this one. I'm I'm there, and uh, I I fell in love with the franchise. It and it's the same thing with Insidious. It's the same thing with Saul. They they just it, it never loses its the the quality of it. With with Saul, you had the you know what's happening, what's going on. You don't know what's going on until the end, and there's that plot twist. And Insidious essentially has that same thing, only without the gore. It has the jump scares, the, um, you know, something's going to pop out or something's going to be in the background. You just don't know when. So when you see it, you like, you just jump and, you know, scream obscenities in the movie theater like a little kid. Um, at least I do. I, I do this, the screaming like a, a, a little kid. And then I show the adult side of me by screaming obscenities. But, um, <laughs> you know i and that's why i love horror because i love that initial jolt that initial reaction i'm like oh okay cool and then i i'm almost 40 years old and i still have you know some nightmares about it and i i don't even i'm not even mad at it you know i I welcome i'm like this is this is cool you know i wake up like all right i know why i dreamt that but dope let's let's do it Don't you worry that somebody that's like like that though that's worked on the both um, Saw and Insidious that so that's two for two essentially he's got like you know that's that's a winner and that's a winner. There's always the worry with filmmakers like that that they might go the route of the Shyamalan where he started strong, really dead, really really strong, and then there was like this drop 
there. And I mean, it could happen with any with any filmmaker, really. But it's almost like you're you're worried and you're waiting for that decline almost in their filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, and and I know, especially with with Saul, um, and and with having my my brother in movies as well. He actually did a movie that has Liam Winnall in it, and I'm like, oh man, that that's awesome. You got to meet Liam Winnall. He's like. No, not really. He's kind of a dick. And I'm like, that's disappointing. But I like his movies. You know, I'll still watch his movies because his movies are great. You know, I just it, it's taken off my bucket list to actually meet the guy. But I'll still watch his movies. I mean, as long as he's not like, you know, some horrible, horrible person. If he's just, you know, thinks he's all that, then that's fine. You know, I can still watch his movies and support that, I guess. But you, you'll have... I'm I'm just waiting, like like you said, you're waiting for that decline. I hope it never happens, but um still still going strong, so that's good. Yep, you know the famous saying, never try and meet your heroes. Absolutely, absolutely. And and still don't watch all the movies that have your heroes in it because we watched a uh we reviewed uh Fear Clinic. I think I think didn't didn't we review Fear Clinic, Alex? Did we drop that episode? I think I think that's one that I think that's one of the ones that we dropped that we were going to have your brother on. Okay, we we did a did Fear Clinic, and we I don't know if we released it or not, but uh, it has Robert England in it who plays Freddy Krueger. Yes, and it's it's not I don't look at Freddy Krueger the same after I've seen his bare ass, and and you saw that in <laughs> in Fear Clinic, you saw Robert England just butt naked, and. Uh, it's i don't want to see Is that, that the one that had like the the ball sack of fear or whatever i it, very possible i think it did like i think it had like a something hanging from a ceiling and it looked like the equivalent of like a ball sack yeah it's just my my standout was just robert england's <laughs> butt i'm like dude that's freddy he's not so scary now <laughs> but yeah it's it's a movie to watch. I mean, it, it was interesting. It was it was a different aspect of Freddie of, of Robert England, um, and I, I still like him as an actor. I just don't care to see that aspect of him. <laughs> he was fantastic in the V series in the in the eighties. I don't know oh, if yeah. you've ever seen that. Yeah, I mean, even even in Fear Clinic, he, he was phenomenal. He he made that movie. That movie was horrible. <laughs> And and even my my brother who worked on it, he's like that was the worst, you know it was bad, it was a bad movie, but he made that movie tolerable. He he's that good of an actor that he made that movie tolerable. They gave him crap and he polished it. Great great actor, great actor. Did your brother meet him? Uh, very briefly, I think with that he he was mostly doing like the bookings and the and the hotel bookings for the actors and making sure okay. that they're all happy. So I don't I don't know. I'll have to ask him. I think I think he he did briefly. Um, didn't get to sit down and chat with him. I don't think. But um, yeah, and same with Leah went on there. He he didn't sit down and chat. But I guess he he just had a lot of like demands essentially of of what he needed, and it was kind of outrageous. But you know, part of the job, I guess, when when you're when you're in film and get to deal with with actors and actresses and stuff. So 
pretty neat. Yeah, but I, I we hope to have him on the show one time. Uh, he's just extremely busy, as you can imagine. Uh, but yeah, Thank you, you have a go on. What, oh, I, I was uh, going go on. Yeah, I, I was just I was just going to see if uh, if Alex had a um, a hero that he wanted to to meet uh, with that because we this is this is the type of stuff that we haven't been able to talk about on our podcast because we just mainly deal with the actual movie aspect of things and um I, you know I, I was just curious with that oh uh two heroes of mine that i've met i've met ray mysterio and i've met mick foley um both incredibly kind people um the i don't know if it was like I don't know how to describe it. I guess like their uh, handlers, um, like the people, like security officials, things like that, like people that helped run like the the meet and greet events were telling them not to take pictures with people. Um, but so like I was nervous about my mom was like, we'll just do a quick picture. Like my mom was my mom was ready to break the rules. She was like, just t- turn and look at me and I'll get a quick picture with you and Ray Mysterio. And I was like, oh, I can't I can't I can't break the rules. And so we, um, you know, I hurried off stage and my mom was like, what are you doing? We're supposed to get a picture. And, you know, he called me back up there and was like, he sat there and took pictures with me and he told me not to, not to be so shy and things like that. So sometimes it's good to meet your heroes. I went to a uh, Comic-Con and uh, my, my, my other aunt Louise was very clever because so as opposed to paying the ridiculous prices that some of these people charge, um, she was very clever and actually took a photo of me as I was going near sort of past his table where he was stood doing something. So it looked like we were next to each other just as she took the photograph. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's just brilliant. Who, the, one, who the wonders it? of digital photography. I can't remember who the hell it was. Okay. I really can't. Um, the, the, the the most friendly person I've ever met is that's like that would be the chap who um, who played Boba Fett who, who recently passed away. And I'm trying to remember what his flipping name is now. Oh, the original Jer- Boba Fett? Uh, is it Jer- Jeremy Bullock? Yes, who played the original Boba Fett, yeah. And he, he was a oh, lovely awesome. guy. He was a lovely guy. I spoke with him for 20 to 30 minutes. He and great. I mean, he didn't charge anything or whatever. He just stood there for the photographs and we just talked. Most of the time we talked about James Bond, actually, because he's in three Bond films. Oh, oh that's, that's dope. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it, I mean, you never know. It's it's hit or miss with that. And it's always a plus to to meet uh, to meet your your heroes, so to speak there. I, I did the same thing with a. Uh, with a hip hop artist, I had a really good experience. Um, Spose out of uh, Maine here in the States. I went to one of his shows here in Ohio and, and got to meet him and he signed, signed a uh, Boston Celtics had him on. And uh, I, he follows me on Twitter. So I, I seen that he was coming to Ohio and I said, Hey, you know, it sucks. You know, I, I trying to find tickets and get up, get up the money to get the tickets and everything. He's like, Oh, I'm sure. Uh, um, you know, a fan will, somebody else might, you know, Get, get you the money so you can show hope to see you at the show and all this and um when i went up to, to see him I'm like yeah i got to make it i didn't think i was going to make it here today and he's like oh are you the the one that 
was it on Twitter? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. He's like, oh, well, you know, shook my hand. I was like, I'm glad you made it, man, and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it's really cool, really cool. Uh, and it, it's always a plus to have that positive experience with things, for sure. Yeah. So I've got this bit here that says go to media. So what would you go to if, what is it that you fall back on probably the most when it comes to film, TV, or games or music? What is your initial go-to? What's your comfort blanket entertainment-wise? Alex? So for me, um, (laughs) I'm into like shows like King of the Hill and South Park. Um, So those are kind of go-tos for me. As far as like television goes, as far as for movies, um, the Scooby-Doo movies uh, like um, Zombie Island, um, Cyber Chase, those are kind of comfort movies for me um, that I will always go to and enjoy just because there's there's something nostalgic about them for me um, that just kind of create a comfort. And then. Uh, there's a game called Bully, which is a Rockstar game that came out, I think, in 2005. It was originally for the PlayStation 2. I try to play that at least once a year. So that's definitely another go-to for me. Eric? For me, uh, the TV shows, there, there's a lot of them. There's a, a lot. I, I not only like film and movies, but I watch a lot of TV. Uh, I guess my go-to, my comfort is, um, as far as animated, I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I have that on my arm. Yeah. Um, for the nostalgia reasons, I, I've watched all of from the '80s up until you know Rise, and there's a new uh, animated film coming out here next month. So that that's always a go-to for me. Uh, other. TV sitcoms and things are like uh, Parks and Recreation. Um, I love Parks and Rec. Um, Big Bang Theory, Young Sheldon makes me laugh. Uh, Movie-wise, besides horror, uh, action, comedy, uh, things like Jim Carrey movies, I'm a huge fan of. Kind of said that he's retiring as as acting, but I love Jim Carrey, love his movies. Action wise, Jason Statham, which I kind of got from from my wife. That's her uh, free pass is Jason Statham. Um, so if she ever meets him, she can, you know, if he shake his hand lonely, she gets to uh, shake his hand is what she gets to do. Right. But, but uh, you know, he, his movies are, are fun and entertaining and you can't beat his accent. So, you know as as a gentleman myself you know he's he's that accent kind of pulls at your heartstrings a little bit but uh you've got the meg 2 coming soon yes yes the meg 2 uh we actually just watched i i did uh meg 1 uh, my wife's seen it in theaters because it's jason statham so anything he comes out she has to go see in theaters because he's so dreamy um but we we watched that uh here at the house and it was it was awesome. I mean, Jason Statham punching a shark in the face is, is epic. Um, and I'm excited for the second one too. So, uh, 
you know that that's movie wise for me video games i play a lot of smite if you check out my twitch channel uh it's it's a lot of smite which is a league of legends only with gods and goddesses of all different genres uh you got like roman and uh mayan chinese japanese um polynesian you know you got all those gods and goddesses um i think there's they have about 80 some now but it's the league of legends style um so that's fun that's what i mostly stream and of course i do sports too but mostly smite spend uh spend my paychecks on smite to get skins and stuff for the game so what advice would you give to people if they were starting their own podcast? My advice would be uh, to pick a topic that that you enjoy. Uh, that that was something that I was kind of battling with on, on when to start one is what should I talk about? And I was looking at, you know, what got the views and what got the followers, but nothing really. It, it wasn't stuff that I think that I could do it for the long run. So I would say pick something that you enjoy. Uh, the episodes, you'll come out with the episodes and the following will come sooner or later. Things don't happen overnight. Um, but podcasting should be fun and and make sure you do something that you enjoy. Mm. Yeah, there's plenty of people who are as weird as you are out there. A hundred percent. I'm afraid Absolutely. of them. <laughs> so Alex, any advice? Uh, yeah, just kind of in the same vein as Eric, just, you know, make sure you're doing something that you want to do, something that you are passionate about uh, to a degree. I mean, like, obviously not every like for us, not every movie that we watch is a winner, but we still can find enjoyment out of that um, because of we're doing this in a field that we enjoy, which is horror. Um, the just, you know. Pursuing your passions, pursuing what you enjoy doing is, in my opinion, you know, creating something outside of yourself is often um, kind of depending on who you are. A, a good purpose in life is creating something outside of yourself. Um, just kind of to me, this this medium, this field give, gives me a voice, obviously, like I'm not like big headed or anything where I'm like, Oh, my opinion is the end all be all or anything. But it, it, to me, it feels like it gives some validity and validation to uh, my personal feelings, my personal opinions on things. So just, you know, do what you like to do. And if other people like other people, you know, other people will come uh, well, other people are like you, they will enjoy it if they find you. And if they don't, then that's okay. I've gotten in arguments with people over things online um, about my opinion on movies and things uh, when I do YouTube. And if somebody disagrees with you, that's okay. It, at the end of the day, it's just somebody else that is just like you, has an opinion like you, and the, theirs is just as valid as yours. It's just depending on how you hold yourself and how you speak to those people. And and you you don't want to be in my van. My van's, you know, down by the river. It's uh, the unmarked van, so it's not a van to be in. <laughs> <laughs> That's where our meet, first meet and greet's going to be is a van down by the river. 
Hey, absolutely. It, it'll it'll be an Econo line with uh, just cutouts of of ice cream treats and just duct tape to the side of the van. <laughs> Free candy inside. Better that than a forest, because a forest, you'll go there, and that's just got serial killers waiting there. <laughs> that, that'll be year two. Year two. <laughs> so during this bit, Alex can also explain other show, whatever else is involved with. So where can people find you and get hold of you? So um, what I do, uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere. Um, a spooky hippie, A S P O O K Y H I P P I E. Um, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, those are my major platforms. Uh, you can find me on Bandcamp. I will be eventually putting my music back on Spotify and Apple Music, which will all be under the same name and banner. Um, and of course, under the pod. Um, that is where I am most consistent about uploads because I have a wonderful co-host like Eric who keeps me accountable and keeps me um, on task. Otherwise, I don't if, if I was in charge of this podcast um, and like if I was like a main host or something, I don't think things would get done as much. But, yeah, that's where you can find me a spooky hippie pretty much anywhere. Eric, I you, you can find me um, on all platforms. Uh, Jigsaw Puppet. Uh, shout out to the Saw franchise. Uh, that's J one G S A W P U P P three T. Jigsaw Puppet. Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitch, all under that same banner. And of course, like Alex mentioned, the, the podcast at Under the Pod is is our podcast where we're active at on there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, come check us out. Like like we've said, we we enjoy fan interaction and and just not necessarily fan interaction. I guess how how small we are, but just listener interaction and and interacting with people. That's that's what social media is for. Um, in my opinion, it's not to be a be a bum so to speak and and get into arguments with people it's a place to to meet people and and uh you know be kind it, the saying dude be kind that's that's what we aim for you know we we like interactions we like people's opinions we respect people's opinions and thoughts and go from there yep they're on uh, twitter and instagram in case anybody's interested yes yes twitter instagram uh, are, are the main are the main spots there uh and uh yeah we're, we're not on on the facebook uh with the with the podcast mostly active on twitter and uh and good old ig cool anyway thank you for speaking with me today guys this has been great yeah thanks for having us it's been cool and it was nice to be surprised by alex being on because we weren't going to have the three of us and then suddenly being told oh alex is in as well i thought that's brilliant i've got the i've got the dream team together <laughs> yeah sorry about that i i do know that i i am a detriment when it comes to scheduling 
hey, we we all have have outside lives and stuff too. So um, I'm just glad that we can get it fixed. I know last week it, it was my my mistake that I I totally blanked out on things. Um, so I appreciate you giving us the these you know second and third chances to get things together. It was really fun. You've been so patient with us. <laughs> People have to be patient with me because of my work schedule. So there you go. When can you record? Well, I can record on a Tuesday or Wednesday because they're my nights off. And if you, you know, you record with chaps like us, you know, that's across the pond. There's a quite a bit of a time difference there. So um, I, we definitely appreciate you, you know, working around that as well. And, uh, and love what you're doing. I, I, I can't speak for all of your guests, but I'm sure they all appreciate you know, give, giving them a, an extra platform to, to get their product out. Um, so that, that's awesome. Uh, definitely got a listener and, and, and me and, uh, look forward to following that and, uh, looking forward to branching out to all the other podcasts that you have on. All right. Thank you very much. Anyway, you can find pods like us on, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And contact us through podslikeus at gmail.com. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening and hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Hello, good sir. Hello, blimey. There we go. There you go. Straight away, you know I'm English. <laughs> hey, it, it, it's all good. I figured, you know, with uh with the time frame and everything there, it's uh um sorry to keep you up and and whatnot. That's that's okay. Well, used to it, you know, podcasters, we all do this, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I know so, uh Alex is is here with us, I think. Yep. Can you guys hear me? Yep, I can hear. Fantastic. We're here uh here for you and we definitely appreciate you having us uh having us on. Um that's Absolutely. awesome. Well, I'm I'm here for you guys. I mean, this is this is to get your your show, you know, out there even more than it, than it is now. That's the idea. Absolutely. And we're always open for that and uh we love to to get uh, listeners from across the pond too. So that's uh that's awesome. We appreciate it. And uh thank you for everything that you do. I've had a chance to listen to a couple of your episodes and um really enjoy them. Really enjoy them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to listen to some more. I've checked out a few already, but that sounded a bit cheeky. Go on then. Anyone's really stand out to you that you've really, you know, enjoyed? Um, I I had the uh let me find it because I just had it up here. The bitches and beards i think was the one that i oh yeah most recent one that i that i uh listened to with bugs um, yeah yeah yep they were they were very uh very interesting so um yeah i, I enjoyed it i mean I, I haven't had a chance to listen to a lot of them yet but uh that was one i i guess i i immediately go to the one with profanity in it <laughs> so <laughs> when i <laughs> when i saw bitches i'm like i'm gonna listen to that one or why not yeah, I'm going to have an interesting one because it's uh, very soon. I'm going to have one where I'm going to have to put a 
you know, disclaimer immediately because there's there's the F word in the title of the oh the show itself. Nice. So there we go. Yeah, we we uh I put the the exclaimed uh or explicit on all of our podcasts just because we do um me more than Alex, but um tend to have a little little language thing from time to time. But so I always put that on there just for for funsies, but we try not to go too far, you know, into into the language too much, but um I have a habit of doing it from time to time. Well the fact is you're just normally just chatting normally, aren't you? So you know sometimes it happens. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shit happens. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. But yep, you're you're the boss, so uh lead the way, good sir. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yes. Okay. There we go. Awesome. Awesome. Anything that I missed, guys, or you're okay with that? I'm good with it. Eric? No, I'm I'm perfectly perfectly good with it. Uh, again, definitely greatly appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh to have us on. Um really, really cool. Nice to meet you. You and, too. Uh, you know, if if uh, later on down the line, um, if you'd like to have us back on, we'd we'd love to. And same with you, if you'd like to join us for an episode. Um, yeah, if you ever got a movie you just want to talk about, we would love to have you on. We are on about, or I was on about. I was speaking with somebody. Um, trying to remember who it was now, but we're on about, but just before uh, Halloween, that sort of period. We're going to try and get a group chat together of all different podcasters. And the idea is to just discuss what your go-to horror films are for the Halloween period. If you're up for a group chat either for that, that would be great. Absolutely. I'd I'd be down. Um, Alex? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I'll let you know near the time then. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, sir. Have, Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Likewise.